All right, welcome back to The Advantage. I just wanted to jump on today and recap the first set of Game 1s. First off, let's take a moment to celebrate playoff basketball being back. I was watching the Jazz Mavericks first quarter, and I had this realization that my heart was racing. I'm not a fan of either of these teams. I did not have a bigger-than-usual bet on the game, but for some reason, my heart was just pounding. Just sheer excitement of the NBA playoffs and all the storylines we have going on. So let's start with that game. Finally, a victory lap for me, a staunch Rudy Gobert supporter. Rudy was just dominant in this game. I feel like inviting my friend Alex Cohen onto the pod. He's a Rudy Gobert hater, and I just want to talk to him about just how Rudy played in this game alone. At the start of the second quarter, I think it was around the 926 mark, Rudy had drawn four fouls against the Wolves. He had the Jazz in the bonus for over nine minutes of the second quarter. He also had 10 rebounds midway through the second quarter as well. Call this man Windex, the way he cleans the glass. Rudy also had an incredible block that led to a transition fast break, where he was also the fastest one out of the gate and drew yet another foul. The Mavs were leaning on Brunson and Dinwiddie to do everything. They were just overmatched, and it really sucks, because this is a team that everyone knew their role, and now everyone is thrust out of that role with Luka not on the court. The line changed eight and a half points when Luka was ruled out, the most of any player in the league by far. I was talking on this pod a few weeks ago that I was ready to fire on the Mavs over the Jazz and was hoping to draw this matchup. But without Luka, I had a bet in on the Jazz and will be looking to do the same with any line under six and a half for game two. I think this game went as well as it could for Jazz backers because the line shouldn't change too much, but I advise getting it early if it comes in under 7. I usually play half a unit when a line comes out that I really like, observe some line movement indicators, and then fire again if it lines up. I most recently did this in the Cleveland versus Brooklyn play-in game, where I took that 8.5 immediately, but then the indicators I normally play were actually on Brooklyn, so I just left it at that half a unit, which hit, it was a 7-point game, but I felt less confident even though I had the line I wanted and thus glad I had less exposure. To me, line indicators matter more than the actual spread. Okay, second game today was the Wolves-Grizzlies. Timberwolves came out hot. NBA Twitter was ranting that Ja was overrated after one game. To me, this was not on Ja at all. I felt like he was getting to his spots, getting to the line, and I thought the rest of the Grizzlies starters didn't play great offensively. I'll probably be no bet in game two, but I would lean the Grizz since it's going to come out at less than seven after this loss. But the Wolves are really rolling right now. Cat played well. Anthony Edwards is actually incredible. They got young role players who are excited, just like the Grizzlies, and also a great coach. The Wolves are a really exciting young core. If I were them, I'd go after another elite rim protector to pair next to Towns, and then they could be super dangerous. But really, they actually might be dangerous right now. And although I'd lean Grizz, I'd be scared to fade the Timberwolves right now. The Grizzlies are tough as nails, so not sure I'll be betting against them either. I'll tweet out if I take any plays on Game 2. I assume the Sharps will be on the Wolves again. Third game was the 76ers-Raptors. This was the game I was most excited about all day. And then I turned it on, and Hubie Brown is on the call. And immediately I'm like, no, sorry, but Hubie has got to go. 
this game, I actually had maximum exposure I was willing to have on the game. I had two units on the 76ers spread, half a unit on the Tobias Harris over one and a half threes, and already have 1.75 units on the 76ers to win the series. I've been so confused about the narrative of that series. Austin and I discussed it on the pod last week. The 76ers have the two best players, Harden and Embiid. Toronto probably has three and four in Van Vliet and Siakam. And then five and six, I'd give them back to the 76ers in Harris and Maxey. So not only do the 76ers have a town advantage, they were also at home and coming off a week plus rest. And they also really match up well against the Raptors. Backing Nick Nurse was, I guess, the sexy thing to do. But come on, they're just overmatched on the court. And I don't think the coaching is swaying this series. Even though Maxi absolutely balled out and scored 38 points, I think Embiid might have been the most dominant player we saw on the court today. And FYI, I'm recording this at halftime of the Warriors-Nuggets game, but I just felt like the gravity and attention that Embiid absorbs on the court opens up so much for his teammates. And honestly, double-teaming him doesn't work that much either. He's still pretty efficient off of a double-team situation. When they're double-teaming Embiid or they have a constant threat of Embiid being a rim runner, you can't throw multiple guys at Maxi, and then he could just use his speed to dice up the Raptors' perimeter defense. That's exactly what happened today. And if Harris and Maxi are shooting like they did, Harden played well too. The 76ers actually look potentially unbeatable. Now, we know I'm a 76ers fader, and I think this is a one-game situation off of a week of rest. But it was a pretty obvious situation how it was going to play out. That's why I had max exposure, and I will automatically end the day positive units regardless of what happens with this Warriors-Nuggets game because of the way that Sixers game went for me. Okay, so to wrap this up, I'll be looking to back the Jazz at anything under 6.5 for Game 2. I'll be looking probably no bet on the Grizzlies-Timberwolves. 76ers, again, I'll be hoping they get a line under 6.5 as well, and I will back them in Game 2. The Scotty Barnes injury may change that and may make that line like 7.5 or 8. I'm not sure if I will play it if it gets up that high. And the Warriors-Nuggets, I mean, this series, is we could just tell. it's If Jokic is on the floor, it could be close. But ultimately, the Warriors just have so much more firepower. And I think there's inevitably going to be a game or multiple games where the Warriors just start shooting like they do and they take a 20-point lead and kind of blow the Nuggets out of the water. I'm not sure how many games that series goes, but I feel confident saying I'll be backing the Warriors throughout. Okay, just a quick pod for today. I wanted to get some thoughts out there and let you guys know how I was feeling going into Game 2s. I'm going to post this pod sometime on Sunday, and then we were going to get these Game 2s on Monday and Tuesday. So hopefully you'll get to hear it before then. If you're not already following me, make sure you follow me on Twitter at AdvantagePod underscore SE and join the Sports Ethos Wager Pass so you can get into the Discord channel where I've been very active recently, posting all of my plays there. I tweet out most of my plays, but since I have to do the write-up for the Discord, that's where I put everything. So if you want access to all my picks, that's where I would go. I started out the playoffs 5-0, and and I haven't calculated what today's is going to be, but I will be plus units on the day, so automatically will be increasing on my net units gained 
thus far in the playoffs to at least over four units already. Feels good to be off to a hot start. The NBA playoffs is my favorite time of year, and I look forward to speaking to you guys soon. Hi, I'm back. So, in case you hear this Sunday morning and before the game starts Sunday, I'm going to break down my card as I have it right now. The first game is the Miami versus Atlanta game one. I have maximum exposure on Miami for this game. That means up to three units at play for me. To start out, I have Miami covering the spread of six and a half. I've talked about six and a half being the most important number in basketball. If you're going to bet a favorite to get it at six and a half, if you were going to get the dog, you try and wait it out and get it at seven. Um, but since it's at six and a half, and I really like the spot for Miami, I'm laying two units on this. I think Atlanta is coming off two huge games. They're playing their third game in five days, all of which have playoff intensity, while Miami has been resting, waiting at home, studying their opponent, giving Bam time to come out of protocols. And I think this is really a great spot for Miami. I think they're clear, clear favorites in the series. I'm probably going to put in a series bet on them as well. Um, but to reach my three units of exposure, I also am taking Jimmy Butler over 22.5 for 0.85 units. Um, it's at minus 106 on FanDuel. I think this line is ridiculously low. They call him Jimmy Buckets for a reason. It's the playoffs. And I don't know who on... Atlanta can stop Jimmy on the wing. I don't think they have any wing defenders that can keep up with someone of Jimmy's nature, and he's going to be playing increased minutes in the playoffs. I I like Jimmy to have a massive game. So there's also a Jimmy over 30 points that I like at plus 400, but I went with the Jimmy triple-double for my last point one five units. It's 40 to 1 odds, so that would be a plus 6-unit win if I hit that. So Jimmy triple-double, he does get his teammates involved. He's kind of the de facto point guard of Miami. Since Capella is out, he's going to have more rim runners, more backdoor cutters. He might pick up some easy assists that way. Jimmy actually might pull off a triple-double. And at 40-1 to odds in this situation, again, where he's going to get increased minutes and he's going to be a facilitator, I think there's actual value in that. And I'm going to throw a little under two-tenths of a unit on it. Second game is Boston-Brooklyn. I'm already on Boston in a parlay with Boston and the Grizzlies to win the series. Grizzlies already are down a game, but I'm not too worried about that one. But in this game alone, I'm on Boston minus four. It's a first-round favorites play for me. I think Boston's the better team. I think they're bigger. They're more physical. They have a great defense. They have an outstanding home crowd. They have scores. And I think ultimately the small guard lineups that Brooklyn plays and relies upon, they're not going to be able to do against this team with Marcus Smart and Derek White being the smaller guards that Boston plays. So I don't think that Brooklyn's going to be able to keep up playing those three guard lineups. I think they're going to be a little bit thrown out of their rotations and it might be a figure it out game for Brooklyn. So I think Boston minus four and because I don't think they're going to be in those three-guard sets. I'm putting three-tenths of a unit on Seth Curry under 12.5 points. 
he's hurt. He said he's hurt. He says he needs the offseason to heal, and he's not going to be fully healthy for the rest of the season. Getting a line at 12.5, I mean, because he's hurt, I think he lacks some explosion. So this is relying on him to have more than four threes. So four threes and another bucket, or three threes and two other buckets uh, in a potential role where he might get some reduced minutes in this game. I'm going to go Seth Curry under for 0.3 units. That Boston minus four is one unit, if I didn't say that already. The last bet that I have going right now is Bucks minus 10, also for one unit. It's a first-round favorites. I really think this is a potential blowout spot for the Bucks. So getting them at 10 versus the Bulls, who are just absolutely reeling right now, I'll take my chances on that. Give me Giannis, who is a personal hero to me. All right, that's what I'm on right now. Follow me, AdvantagePod underscore SE on Twitter, or join the Sports Ethos Discord. I will probably throw out some more plays throughout the day or some more leans. We're off to a hot start. I'm 9-2 and two betting on the playoffs so far, which is plus 6.35 units, I want to say. 6.6 units. I don't know. We're doing really well, as we always do here on The Advantage. All right. Talk to you guys soon. We'll be right back.